This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. All right, here we go. We are rolling, correct, Al? We are rolling, Jerry. I double-checked that is the voice of one Albert McDonald Jackson Dukes. Uh, I'm Jerry. Uh, boring name, just one name, like Madonna. Mine's, I'm actually Albert Michael John Dukes. Uh, when I was doing confirmation, we had to take a confirmation name. That doesn't count. And I took John. That doesn't That count. seemed biblical. You went to St. John Vianney, so you must have a confirmation name as I well. I do, but I don't use it. Luke? Matthew. Matthew. Yeah. So but- you're Jerry... What was your no, middle name? Gerard, actually. Gerard. Jerry. Jerry is a nickname. All right. Like I'm Albert. Right. You're Gerard. Yes. Middle name is. I don't have a middle name. So you're Gerard Matthew. See, no, it's a confirmation. Confirmation name. Recco. That does not count. Is Recco your by real the way, name? Junior. Is Recco your real name or like a in one of these radio stage name? Stage name. Yeah, stage name. Short. Hmm. It's a nice short name. Yeah. My last name's Rectatius. Ah. You really think a name like Recco is a stage it's name? It's short. It's short. If people, my name was Jerry Smith. Okay. People think that of Al Dukes. They think that's a fake name. Yeah, I could see that. Because it's short. It's short. It's short. It seems very blah. Well, I wouldn't say blah. I'd say it sounds like but a blah. Sounds like a professional blah, broadcaster. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> sounds like a professional broadcaster. Maybe like we called him, you know, Eddie Wilson. Right. It's blah. Blah. You know, Dukes. And your last name Hughes? No, Dukes. that's a fake Hughes. last name. Dukes. You could be Dukes Hubert Dukes. Dukes is real. Hubert Dukes. You Hubert Dukes. Hugh Dukes. You Dukes. Al Hugh Dukes. Hugh Dukes. I don't know what we're doing right now. Jerry, earlier in the show we were talking about, I don't know how we got into the thing about uh, like lung transplants. and uh, Maybe the Sam Weiss story? Oh, yes, the Sam Weiss story. Right. So Boomer's old coach, Sam Weiss, got a heart transplant, I believe. And uh, so we were talking about that, and it's uh, very close to Boomer, not just to being Sam Weiss, but uh, the transplant... Uh, situation happens a lot for cystic fibrosis patients. They sure. need lungs and that yep. sort of thing. But it got me thinking when we were talking about heart transplants and that sort of thing. Do you remember? I, I was like, I was talking to Eddie. I said, didn't we used to give people baboon hearts? That happened. 
I do believe that happened. I don't know that it went well. I Googled it. Okay. Because I thought there were numerous people getting baboon hearts, like in the 80s. Okay. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, why do, Why are we not taking hearts out of baboons and giving them to humans? Sure. It happened with uh, Baby Faye was mm. her name. Uh, she was only one month old. It was oh. 1984. God. I did the Googling. And Baby Faye, that did not go well for Baby Faye. She only survived like another month, I believe. Oh. But they were impressed that she lasted a month with a baboon heart. And at the time, they thought, we could start harvesting baboons and just taking their hearts. Sure. That did not work out. That I mean, God, that sucks. So no more baboon hearts. Yeah, there haven't been any since. No, so you need to get a human heart, Jerry. Yeah. That would have been great, though, if we could start taking baboon hearts. Well, that was the whole, if you remember, the whole cloning thing. Right. We're going to start cloning you so that if something happens, we'll be able to use your better parts. Right. What? I remember, too, they were doing things like in science where they were growing ears on the backs of mice, lab mice, and then taking, then with the idea of then we'll just take the ear off the back of the mouse and put it on a person. Huh. Like a human ear growing on the back of a mouse. It sounds like something out of a, um, out of a movie. Out of a Will Smith movie. What was that movie with, uh, what's his name? Men in Black? Yeah, that's what that sounds like. We just, we use mice for everything. Like, we tr- we try every everything we want to try out, we well, do, do you on want a to mouse try it first. On, Al? But I just wonder, like, why a mouse? I guess we, in some ways, we've got to be similar I'm to sure a mouse. I'm sure if Eddie was here, he would bore us with the yes. actual scientific and biological reasons for it. Right. There's got to be a reason for it. We must have the similar systems as a mouse. Something like that. Like makeup, I believe. They try on, right? Is it makeup or perfumes yeah. or stuff like that? Don't they try on all Everything. sorts of different animals to see what takes? Listen. If you want the human race to progress and have uh, longer lives, this is where we go and this is what we do. I was... You know, it's funny because, not funny, it's interesting because I had heard the Samwise story yesterday. I was sitting there at BGC with you guys. Yes. And what's interesting about it is, you ever think back, like, I'm not even saying thousands of years. Think back a hundred years. People got sick. People died. Yes. I mean, that was pretty much it. And the lifespan has pretty much gone from the late 30s to what it is now in the 70s. And it's really only going... Higher and higher, and you see more people living into their 90s. You see more people living into their hundreds than ever before. And you sit there and say, like, what are we going to be like in 30 years? Are people going to be living to be 110, 120? And I don't mean old and decrepit. I mean to where, again, we've said this over and over. I look at pictures of people when I was in high school that were in their 40s, and they look like my grandparents. Yes. I look at you closing in on 50 you don't look like you're almost 50. I don't feel like I'm almost in my mid-40s. Right. And so you almost, you wonder, like, how much better is it going to get? And is it going to be to where we can literally stretch a lifespan into the early part of the hundreds? Which, by the way, game on. I still have three years till I'm getting to 50, Jerry. You I didn't it, say you're you there. You made it sound like I was knocking on the door. Are, you know, you are knocking on the oh. door because you're closer to 50 than 40. I am. But, who like, honestly, do you think about that a lot? I do not know. I know we had this conversation about one time through with the last week and all that, but I don't know. Like, my sister, I know, gets all crazy about it. I know, you know, there's a lot of people that I know that get every birthday after they turn 30. Every birthday is like, oh, shut up. Just don't think about it too much. Live your life and enjoy it. But I don't I don't get nuts about it. When I see it in print, it bothers me a little more. Like, when I see the number. Sure. Like, I'll, like this month, I'll be 47. Right. When I see that in print. Right. 
Or you know when I really feel it? Like when you are filling out like a survey and it I, goes, are uh, you yes. here 18 to 24, 25? Oh, I was going to say. Up, I'm into the, I'm checking off the category dash 49. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. I was going to say when you fill out like uh, online for your credit card yes. stuff and you've got to click the numbers for the born date and it starts at, you know, it's not going to start at 2016, but it'll start at like 2001 and you got to keep scrolling back and back up through another decade back. Oh my God, I'm getting old. If you do it really fast, it looks like a, like a, um, one of those machines in Atlantic City where you pull the lever. What do you call those jackpot slot machines? Machine. Slot machines. It was like, brrr, spin the wheel <laughs> till I get to 1969. Like, you ever think, like, if you were, you're 47, I'm 42, whatever, and you see players. I remember when Daryl Strawberry signed with the Dodgers. I was like, my God, they signed him into the mid-90s. Oh, God, that seems so far away. I don't know why I always think of that, but I do. Now you're seeing contracts where guys are being signed. This guy when A-Rod signed his 10-year deal, which would have been up at the end of next year. You're like, oh, my God, 10 years from now. Now guys are signing deals into the 2022 season, 2023. Right. And I sit there and say, my God, where will football be for Super Bowl 100? Because Super Bowl 50 was really cool. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I, I don't think Mark's going to have me cover that because I'm going to be 91. Yeah. I don't think I'll be going with the Boomer and Carton show for that. If you do cover it, we're going to expect you, even though you'll be older, to still not lose any of your vigor and make sure you cover that correctly. That's going to be tough. i got to go cover the game, then i got to get back for the show or do the show, then get back for the game. I mean, think about how old. I think Craig will still have the energy. At, uh, definitely. Because he'll be 100. Right. At that. If I'll be 91, no, he'll be, I'm sorry, he'll be 97. Doing Boomer and Carton, which would be on year, what would that be? Year 59 at that point, something like that? Almost 60, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it'd be pretty wild. But do you ever think about that? Like, I do. We might, we probably, we may not see Super Bowl 100. We're definitely not seeing Super Bowl 150. Jerry, and, we may not see Super Bowl 51. Every, we might not. We might every not day, see tomorrow. Every day is a gift. It's That's precious. the way I look at it. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy, you know, Warren Zevon said this, Jerry, when he was knew he was dying of Werewolves cancer. of London? Well, he sang that oh. many years earlier, but when he was dying, uh, I think uh, I think it was on the Letterman show. Letterman used to love having him on, and uh, Letterman asked him for advice, and he said, "Enjoy every sandwich." Every sandwich? Yeah, like enjoy the little things in life. I do enjoy the little things in life. I wouldn't say a sandwich would be at the top oh, of the list. I like a good turkey sandwich. I enjoy it's the right little up things. Your alley, isn't a it? sandwich. Now, do you think of that every time you sit down to have your sandwich? I don't. I just right now, as so I'm thinking right about now. death. I see it. you're talking about like these contracts that go into the 2020s and things. You'll see it too, like if you are in the mall and there's like a group of high school kids wearing their uh, varsity oh, yeah. jackets, yeah. and they have the year they're graduating on the back of their jacket. Yeah. <laughs> it looks I remember when ridiculous. I got mine. I remember I got mine. I got mine my sophomore year. It's in 1992. I was like, ugh. 92. Wow, that seems so like far away, and yeah. now it's so far away the other way. Right. It's really crazy. But it's hmm. been kind of morbid, huh? A little bit. Let me uh, get a little better here, Jerry. Yesterday, we, we were remarking on your uh, shirt. You had a nice shirt. Yeah. You had a, a USA shirt. Which, by the way, I got a nice compliment on last night at the baseball. Is that right? Yes. So that shirt paid for itself in compliments just yesterday. You got a lot of compliments. Well, yeah. One guy thought it looked like something that I bought on Broadway as a tourist. All right. But yeah. Mm -hmm. It said USA, and you had mentioned you'd purchased it at Kohl's. I did. I believe it was Kohl's, yes. Is that like a Kohl's. discounted store, that sort of thing? It's Kohl's. It's yeah, not it's Marshall's. Kohl's. No, uh, it's similar. No, I think it's, it's not similar. I think it's, I it think it's Marshall's. Not I, it's not similar, and I can explain to you why. All right. Marshall's essentially buys damaged goods that are in really good shape. Okay. Kohl's is new stuff. Where would you put, um, 
What's the other one? Like a Kohl's. It's uh, they're normally in with Home Goods. Sears. Kohl's. No, 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 Sears. not Sears. Mm. What do you TJ mean? TJ Maxx. I don't know TJ Maxx. I've never been okay, in it. Isn't that Kohl's, for women, basically? No, no. TJ Maxx has a men's section really? as well. Really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. I Kohl's. would say Marshall's would be more like TJ Maxx. All right. But you go to Kohl's. You Kohl's love the nice Kohl's. a nice store. What well, is wrong with you? No, nothing. I'm just I'm setting up this story. Oh. Um, nice photograph in the newspaper today of uh, John Hinckley Jr. No, oh, this jackass. He had uh, attempted to kill President Reagan, assassinated him. He he hurt that. Uh, he, he paralyzed that man, uh... James Brady, I believe his yep. name was. And for some reason, they've let him out of jail and the mental institution. So, of course, the imagine the paparazzi are following around John Hinckley Jr. Yeah. And they have been for weeks, yeah. But they have him walking in. Uh, he was shopping in Kohl's. Oh, come on. For real? <laughs> he was shopping in a Kohl's in uh, Williamsburg, Virginia. He lives with his 90-year-old uh, mother. Right. So he went to Kohl's. So you guys, similar shopping. I'd love to see him in that USA shirt you had. I hope they had it. In, I know, like in Kohl's, they don't have all of the same shirts in all of the same stores. Right. We would love to see him wearing that, rocking a USA shirt yeah. like you did, Kohl's. So, Why? So you could put the picture up next to his? That, oh, if he was wearing that, that would I would have been so frantically making a collage of you guys wearing the same shirt. Uh-huh. So that's John. By the Hinkley way, it would have been Jr. frantically. It would have been instantly. Yeah, I would have done that very frantically. quickly. But I saw a piece on that just the other on night. On him shopping or him just being released? On him being released. Bizarre. And they went and talked to all the neighbors of the mother. And <laughs> that's one, nice. One guy was like, "Oh, where he's living, the ninety-year-old mother." He goes, "Let me get this straight. You attempt to shoot the president, and your mother's ninety. Yeah, safe to be with her because she's going to restrain you." Right. I mean, he's like, it's just bizarre that this guy is out and about. I don't care what they say or what they think. No one knows what's in his head. And this mother must have been like, what? Like, he's coming to live with, I'm having a relaxing life over here. I'm into my 90s. I never thought I would see Super Bowl 50. Yeah, she was basically hiding, not letting anybody know who yeah. she was. And now everybody knows who she right. is. That's tough. That's tough. I mean, it's the whole story is just Do crazy. you think he's cured or probably not? No, I don't, I oh, don't, don't. think so. I hope so. Uh, do I think, here's the thing. Will he ever do something like this again? Probably not because as you say, I think people are going to be tailing him and following him. The one thing I do love though, is like, well, you know, there's a, there's an order from the courts that he is not allowed to go to here and here. Great. So that's really going to stop him before he pulls the trail. Like, right. It's kind of like when they tell you, you know, on these bridges, you know, no explosives in your truck or right. that's fine. Yes. For the common person, we're not going to have them anyway. But for the jackass who's trying to do bad, right. is he really going to say, oh, you know what? There's a sign. Can't do it. Let me turn around. Yeah, I was going to go on this bridge with explosives. Oh, God. But, you know, now that the sign says I can't, I mean, it's so stupid. The only disturbing thing with this, Jerry, is I, I mentioned that you guys both shop at Kohl's, but strangely, the shirt he's wearing is similar to what I wear now, the button-down collared shirt. Wow, Not I'm, far right off. Right now, I'm getting a good look at Al at about 70 years old <laughs> and an extra 15 pounds. <laughs> Right, ill-fitting baseball hat. Hold on. Baggy jeans. Now I need to frantically make a side-by-side photo to send <laughs> Do out. Do not make a side-by-side photo of me Why with not? John Hinckley Jr. You said they retweeted some jackass that put uh, sunglasses on me and a mustache and called me a cop today. Oh, he made you, yeah, Jerry the cop. I wasn't going to retweet it. Then I started thinking. Good help like, yourself. That guy put a lot of work into that. I think hmm. he just put you in a Snapchat filter, That's but right, still. It was kind of funny. I was just joking. It felt like that was fun. Fun. Hmm.
Jerry, earlier we were talking about, uh, you know, growing older and all that stuff. And sure. I got to tell you, when, um, you know, by the, I only shave once a week, but I shave on like Sunday. I right. shave my face. So you're not, wow, how interesting. I shave my head like three times a week. Got but it. I shave my face only one time a week and I do it on Sunday night. So you can imagine by Sunday night, I'm very hairy. <laughs> Which rhymes with Harry's. Um, but every time I do shave, my girlfriend says, you've taken 10 years off your life. Wow. Shaving. Look at that. So if you want to look younger and then I feel younger when you get complimented, I recommend Harry's, Jerry. Interesting. Yes. They have German engineered blades. Not just one, though. All five of their blades in the cartridge, German engineered they come right to my front door via the mail. No one's like bringing them right. I mean, they're going in the mail. Today. Right. They're going from the factory in Germany to me on my front porch. I open them up, put them right in my uh, cabinet, my medicine cabinet is where I keep my razors. And then every time I'm ready to shave, I've got myself a fresh new blade from Harry's. Dude, five blades. That must be one five hell of blades. a shave, man. Yes. It's like shaving with butter. But it's a razor. Harry's. The Truman. That's what I shave with. Oh, the Truman plan? They call it the Truman because it's called Harry's and Harry Truman. That was his first name. Is that why that right. is? I never knew that. Yep. These are soft flex hinge blades, Jerry. Look at you. It also has a, a trimmer blade on it for like I do it right under my nose. That very top of uh, the, the mustache. Right. I'll trim that with the trimmer blade. Got to check out the lubricating strip. That's what makes it go so smoothly on your face. How do I get this, though? I mean, how, oh. how do I get a guy right. to come deliver Harry's to my door? Oh, you go to harrys.com and you use the promo code postgame. You'll get $5 off your first purchase using that promo code postgame, Jerry. Harry's, H-A-R-R-Y-S, harrys.com. Use code postgame and you'll be ready to go, Jerry. Can I just back up a little yes, bit? Yes, sir. You said Harry rhymes with Harry. Well, no, I said it's similar. It doesn't. No, you said it rhymed. Oh, I meant it, it's it, it doesn't. similar. Well, If you don't want to be Harry, use Harry's. Right, and, you, and then you said it rhymes. I'm currently pitching that to them, seeing if they'll take that as a slogan. And when you mean them, you mean who exactly? Uh, Probably ha whoever the head Harry guy is. Right, Harry then Jr.? In, then in all the podcasts where they advertise, they'd have to say at the end... If you don't want to be Harry, try Harry's. All right, so what you need to do is trademark that phrase oh. now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Jerry, I don't know if you would have been a part of this had you known it was going on. It happened this past Saturday. Uh, about 3,000 people participated in the 8th annual Philly Naked Bike Ride. Really? Where people rode the streets of Philadelphia in large 3,000 people worth uh, riding their bikes naked or in their underpants. How about that? So this was like a sanctioned thing. Yeah. How, wow. That's interesting. But at night, obviously. No, this was during the day. Oh. The clothing optional event was part of World Naked Bike Ride Movement. Bear, oh, wait, bear as you dare, they say. Why would you want to ride naked? I don't know. I couldn't imagine sitting on the... Uh, those seats are very uncomfortable for your testicles. Right. And that's with underpants on. And those things are flopping all over the place. Yeah. That's awful. Disgusting. Have you ever, did you ever go on um, on a cruise or end up at a beach, a, a nude beach? 
Uh, I have never been on a nude beach. Is that no. true? Yeah. We were on a cruise once, and I don't I don't remember if it was St. Martin or St. I think it was St. Martin we were at. Uh, maybe it wasn't. I don't remember. But one side was nude and one side wasn't. And the people that were on the nude side would literally just walk past our area, which was fine. The sights, though, are not good. It's not what you think. No. It's not, uh, you know, two people out of a chisel uh yeah, it's, not, it's not models. It's awful. Yeah, it's disgusting it's average soft people. soft and wrinkly and saggy and Hairy. just terrible. Mm-hmm. In some cases, that too. I thought there was a nude, part of a nude beach in Sandy Hook, New Jersey. There used to. I don't know if there still is. There sure used to be. Yeah, absolutely. Did You've never been there, I guess? I have not, but I know a guy we who went, goes there. We went when we cut school one day. We went there in high school. I don't. We were stupid, but we did. So that's true. I know a guy named Anthony who goes there. So you do know that it exists. Yeah, I do know it exists. He goes there with, he brings a couple of ladies at a time. Really? That's right. That sounded weird. And they all get naked. Him and then what? And them. It's like a podcast. And then what? <laughs> and then how did that end? <laughs> I don't know. And then what happens? I don't know. <laughs> but uh, they 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 all get naked and sunbathe, I guess. But I, see, even that, like, I don't understand the premise of that with the sand and all like the areas. The crevices. How is that good? I don't know how that's comfortable. Ugh. I could Gross. ask him if you'd like. No, I don't. No, I'm not that interested in okay. it. Okay, so don't ask uh, my friend Anthony, who goes to the nude part no. of Sandy Hook. I will say though, it takes some set of balls to walk around. Yeah, and I don't mean if you're in. Listen, if you're in shape, you want to show it off, and that's all well and good. When you're not, though, yeah, he's like a bigger guy, Jerry. Oh, like a bear type. Really? Yeah. Wow. And he does not mind getting naked, and he don't care. Here I am. And his ladies like him that way. Okay. Well, good for him so, then. Naked, I wonder if he did the naked bike ride. Ugh, what does that look like? And here's something that's a little scary. With his breasts just hanging down to their knees. A little scary, Jerry. <laughs> sex with robots is set to overtake human sex by 2050. I read this. What I year read are we this. in now? What year? We're in 2016. So 2050 would be what? 50. 34 years from now. 34 years from now. I read a guy who's addicted to his robot girlfriend. He dresses her up the way he wants, mm-hmm. and I read the dangers of it. Yes. And they I say. can understand now. Well, one behavioral therapist says it'd be great for helping people explore their extreme fantasies where another human might not want to do that sort of thing. Right. Well, the one thing I read was, and I like in the article, it was pretty funny. It said... Um, Whatever you want out of your partner, you will get. And then it said, then again, you could always possibly just ask your human partner oh. and be surprised what the response might be. So just maybe ask. Instead. You might want to just ask, and then you might get what you want. That having been said, if they're never going to say no because they're not real, I could see that being a problem. Do you think like the poor guys that are like shut-ins right now or guys that just have never had any confidence in women or guys that have never had a girlfriend, whatever – and I guess the same thing for a woman, I suppose. I don't know. They may never leave their room. Happy days are here again for them. I mean, that sex is... Sex robots. Crazy. Uh, what would you dress yours up to look like? My sex robot? Yeah. The right answer here, I'll say, well, my girlfriend, of course. Well, well, my girlfriend, of course. There you go. Good job. This, uh, one of these uh, therapists also believes that sex robots could replace human prostitutes. I could see that, too. Get rid of disease. So once again, robots putting people out of work. And then you could buy different robots so you never get bored, I guess. Right. Right? Because even like, 
Oh, never mind. You get bored with your robot? Your sex it's robot? It's not real. Oh, it's like, a fake thing. Like, how would you not? Oh, I see. It's not like a person. It's a it, robot. It's a robot. Hmm. It's a robot. You want to finish this conversation up on the warm-up tomorrow morning? Uh, no, we probably are not allowed to do that. But uh, I will say we had a terrific Boomer and Carton warm-up show today, which which follows this podcast. Now, like coming up in 30 seconds right or now. so. Which, right. you hold on, you got a 20 more seconds. Oh, I said in 30 seconds. Oh, in 30 seconds? May what? I promote my Al's Boring podcast? Go ahead, shameless plug. Go ahead. Uh, I did a, we did one on called, it's titled, How to Be Happy. And it actually gets more deep than our usual podcasts. So just to um, explore all sorts of things like therapy and meditation. Right. Fascinating. So if I can just kind of just promote it really quick <laughs> yeah. for you. Coming from a guy who yells at callers and is miserable for most of his life, he is going to tell you how to be happy. No, no, we explore things that we think we've heard make people happy. Got it. Good luck with that. Yes. All from Play.it. Don't go anywhere. Warm up next. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right, good Tuesday morning. Alan Jerry with you for a few minutes before we get to Boomer and Carton coming up at 6 o'clock. You just heard from uh, Harris, Allen, Mitz. Uh, we're not very good last night in Washington as Rafael Montero stunk. They lost 8-1, and the Yankees lost to the Dodgers 8-2. So yesterday, uh, Boomer and Craig and Allen and myself were at the BGC for the charity day, and Al had this wonderful idea of walking to the subway because he thought it was literally just a couple of blocks away to when, as we started to walk, I asked him where it was, and then we realized it was 17 blocks and three or four avenues away, albeit fine. On the way, we met a couple of uh, ongoers, some uh, tourists. They were dressed in their Dodger blue. Did you know at the time when we had a nice little conversation with them that they were going to storm Yankee Stadium last night? I did not. And, in fact, this morning when I was talking to Craig about all the Dodger fans at Yankee Stadium last night, which is somewhat embarrassing for a team making a playoff push. Sure. And the BB Bombers, Jerry? They're called the Pantone 294. Go ahead. Uh, uh, Craig said he also ran into groups of Dodger fans on the street yesterday. Well, let me ask you, how many do you think were here? Because like I living actually, here? No, no, no. Oh, I see, Jerry. Made Meaning the trip the t- cross country for the series. You have a number? Because I actually know the answer. I'm going to say 5,000 people. Uh, no, it wasn't that much. It was 1,400. Isn't that the worst when someone way over guesses? Yeah, you were. I mean, not even close. <laughs> it was about thirteen to 1,500, and okay. they were stretched across six airplanes, six, six flights. So this is, they call themselves the Pantone 294 for, I guess that's the color number for Dodger Blue or whatever. And uh, that's the group. Kind of, it's kind of like, uh, what do we call them, the seven-line army? Yes. Kind of like what the Mets do. These Dodger fans do it as well, which I find interesting because even the announcers, if you go back like I did on MLB.tv and you listen to the Dodger telecast, they talk about how they were interrupting the Yankee roll call with a roll call of themselves. And they say that's funny because in L.A. they can't do that because they get there so late. But they're there so, for the start of the game in New York. There's a lot of traffic in L.A., Jerry. Yeah, oh, because there's none in New York, right? Oh, right. Yeah, exactly. So not a good night for the Yankees. They wound up losing 8-2. to two. Now, the Yankee game was out of hand uh, an hour in. The yep. Met game was out of hand an hour in. Uh, I tuned in the, in the Redskin uh, Steeler game. Mm-hmm. And here's one thing I didn't understand. And Jerry, you're a football guy. You're an analyst. You work on the Cowboy games. I'm not an analyst, but, yes, I do pre- and post-game, yes. You do a Columbia football. Right. So something you might know here. Uh, both pregame and during the game, they were talking about the big matchup of Antonio Brown versus Josh Norman. How'd that go? And then they said, well, the Redskins only play Josh Norman on the left side. Yep. 
That makes no sense. I, I don't understand it either. Why would you not put that guy on Antonio Brown? And then it also makes me think, well, all this talk of a twice-a-year Odell Beckham versus Josh Norman, why not put some scrub giant receiver on the left side and have Odell Beckham do whatever he wants? Well, based upon not what, against him. what we're hearing from Ben McAdoo, who apparently game-planned for the Sun yes. Sunday in Dallas, if he's doing that much work, and he said, according to the quotes that I read, that was based on photographs from 2014 when they played a 425 game ben McAdoo. in Dallas. Yes. If he's going to go through those extremes to get every edge he can and good for him, then yes, I would put Odell Beckham Jr. on the opposite side. Hell, I'd put Victor Cruz in the slot on the other side as well. Right. Just put everyone on the right side. Here, Sterling Shepard, you go over there. You yeah. got Josh Norman. Yes, that's a great job for a rookie. I don't get it. I don't understand, you know, whether it's been Josh Norman, whether it's been Darrell Revis in his heyday, Richard Sherman. Follow the best receiver wherever he is and try and shut down that side of the field. It makes no sense. And you look at what Antonio Brown did last night. Oh, I don't know. Eight catches, 143 yards. Might have been a good idea to cover him. Did you see he was penalized for twerking? Do you know what that is? Uh, yeah, I do, yes. You do know what to work Why don't you is. explain it, guys? No, well, how would you explain it to someone? Like if your mom said, Jerry, what do you mean he <laughs> was twerking? I don't know that I'm going to describe it to my mom. It means you shake You're your, gyrating. Your butt. Yeah. You move your, the fat on your butt. You want to show us? I don't know. I mean, I Craig will come in and show us, I'm I have, sure. I have a very it's thin... Kind of, right? is, it, is it like when you, you know, is this it? Something yeah, that's like this, it, Jerry. Right? Twerking. Craig, can you do it for yeah. us since you're in the studio? And he, yeah. was, <laughs> and he was penalized for it, Jerry. Well, yeah. I don't think that's uh, NFL-like. And then specialize in the butt. All right. Thanks, Eddie. And then uh, speaking of guys uh, that would be twerking, the the Ryan brothers... Are not going to be twerking. I saw Rex Ryan got the lap band removed from his stomach. I don't understand this. And then put on 30 pounds. Yeah, because there's no restrictions now on... The consumption. Yeah, the lap band does what, Jerry? It like squish, squishes yeah. your stomach? I believe, Yeah, and I believe it restricts the amount of food, uh, drink, whatever, alcohol, water that you actually consume. And I think it makes you feel fuller than you actually are. Right, like you, so eat, you eat, eat less. You eat a chicken wing and you feel like you had a full meal. Probably a little more than a chicken wing, but yes, we get your point. And so it's supposed to be something he's trying to unify with his brother, but... I don't get. I understand having support for your brother who might be struggling, but to your detriment, that makes sense. But he said that when you get the lap band surgery, it then becomes a your, your diet changes because you get used to eating smaller portions and such. Apparently not. So he's thinking that when I got that removed, I now know I have the tools now to eat properly. Yeah, I, but it's he not put, put on so well. thirty pounds. Yeah, and it's it's not good, and it's not good for his health. And by the way, his brother needs to lose some weight, too. We'll, we'll the, see these guys Thursday night. The very thin Rex Ryan looked strange. Only because of what we got used to. If you just met the guy in the street, he looked like a good, healthy guy. Right. You weren't used to seeing it, so that's your fault. I like the bigger Rex Ryan. Yes. Not fat, just thicker. So you're happy with where he is now? Right now, I got think it. he's at a great weight. Stay right there. Stay there. Stay there. Did you hear, uh, do you want me to play this or should I save this? I would save that. We'll save this. All right, so that's a good promotion for coming up uh, with the Boomer and Carton show about 40 minutes from now. We've got a classic Kevin Harlan. Is that a good way to put it? Kevin Harlan had a great call last night. During the game. Yes. But not about the game. Exactly. That's what we call a tease. And then this, Jerry, D'Angelo Williams, who we had on at our Super Bowl show. Remember he and Craig kind of battled? Yeah. He's a great personality. Uh, he 
uh, he he went to a restaurant for a dinner, I believe, and uh, he the bill was one hundred twenty eight dollars and twenty five cents. He left one hundred twenty nine dollars. That service must have sucked. Thus, a seventy five cent tip. So yeah. the, the the woman waitress photographed the 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 uh, bill showing he only gave a seventy five cent tip. Put it up on Twitter. Called him a cheap ass or something like that. Okay. Uh, so, which then he took to Twitter to de- to defend himself, saying how poor the service was, and how uh, he had like uh, shrimp tails in his uh, salad, and it took them an hour and a half to get him his food, and all this sort of thing. And the restaurant fired the woman who was trying to shame him on Twitter. Well, we've all been in situations where the service has not been great at a restaurant. Right. I think it's for, right, Eddie. You would even agree. Yes. I don't okay. Know about Eddie. Um, maybe. Anyhow. What's the minimum you would give somebody? And I mean, I've had situations where we've sat there for an hour as well, and the attention is just brutal. I'm not giving him 75 cents. I might give him 7 or 8%, but that's it. I would not go lower than that. Yeah, I would probably do 10% only because I couldn't possibly do the math of 7%. You know, 10% seems easier. Yeah, you know, it's pretty easy. There's this thing on your phone. It's called a calculator. Yeah, but when you take a calcula- calculator out, you're admitting to people, I can't do easy, You just admitted it on math. the radio. Right, but to do it in in a place. If you can do ten percent, right? Why can't you do seven percent? Uh, because ten percent, you're using the same number that's showing on the bill. It's like when people go, "How do you know what twenty percent of the bill is?" Well, you just times it by two. Right. So if so, this I'd be timesing by one for ten percent, seven percent. People, Al, wouldn't have to know you're using your calculator since you tweet every five seconds. Good point. They could about just nonsense. Be, right. You on I'm your phone is not an unusual it. sight. Yeah. But I, I would, in order for me to give no tip or 75 cents, I would have to feel like they went out of their way to diss me as a customer. But they are. If you're sitting there for an hour waiting for somebody to come over yeah. to give you some sort of service, and by the way, you're paying for the food, you got to at least give me more than that, don't you? Yes. And so. he mentioned the water. He didn't get the refills. That's important for a water waiter refills. waitress. Yeah, the water or the Coke, whatever refills you're getting. Probably the least of her concerns were the water <laughs> refills, I Water think. refills. Right, exactly. Uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes, Boomer and Carton, plus a story about protesting, but not exactly oh. what you think. We're back in a moment on The Fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's like a podcast on the radio. So it All right, one final story before we get to Boomer and Carton. Just quickly, though, the Dodgers did uh, beat the Yankees last night 8-2. to Sabathia, Arias go tonight. You had the Nationals beating the Mets 8-1 to as Rafael Montero walked the ballpark, lasted just over an inning or so. Uh, you've got an interesting story surrounding protesting, but we're not talking about NFL players or Adam Jones in baseball or anything like that. Yeah, during last night's uh, Dancing with the Stars, Jerry, which I didn't realize had started already. I guess last night was the premiere episode. So that show was actually put on the air live. I believe so. All right, so good. Yes, uh, Ryan Lochte was performing, and then two dudes stormed the stage to protest him, and they were arrested. Everyone was nervous because there were just two random dudes coming after Ryan Lochte. They were in their late 40s, though, which is somewhat embarrassing. Well, I agree with the premise. Why, after what he did, why do you put him on TV? That having been said, I would not be running on to I don't care enough about it to go storm the stage. They actually had the Lochte with the circle and the slash through it on their T-shirts. How'd that go? Not well. Just They've been arrested. I want Stone to stage. For who? You ever... For Loretta Lynn. Oh, she was terrific. Did you ever storm a field? Never. Never once? Once at Syracuse. I remember I was out there. Uh, people they were throwing oranges. What about Ebbets Field? You ever... I never do it. <laughs> Any best friends? <laughs> I once. 
I knew uh, I knew a guy, not LaJoy. He was one of the original Indians. Are you done? Good news for Boomer. Boomer, the old man voice is already happening. It's already happening. He's already doing it. Old man voice. Ebbets Field and Oranges and Syracuse and back in my day. You just did it. You guys make these things up to try to get under Boomer's skin. Shut up. Shut up. Wake up weekday mornings with Boomer and Carton from 6 to 10 a.m. Spend your middays from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. with Joe Beningo and Evan Roberts. Wrap up your workday and drive home with Mike Francesa from 1 p.m. to 6.30 and tune in at night for Yankees baseball and the schmoozer, Steve Summers, all here on your flagship station for New York sports. The Fan, Sports Radio 66 and 1019 FM, WFAN and WFAN FM, New York. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.